0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show, brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, dot net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. How are you this beautiful Monday? This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, November 23rd, 2020, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what? but a huge success. Now, it is Monday, and I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend spending time with your family, talking with your friends, and most of all, preparing yourself to be productive for the new week. Now as a reminder, if you haven't had the time already to review your calendar and ensure that all activities and tasks scheduled are supporting your goals for the week, then that is what you what you need to do immediately following the show. This will help you to stay focused and of course keep clear on your priorities. Isn't that what it's all about ladies? Priorities are so very very important when you are starting a business, running a business, growing a business, when you are trying to do things to enhance your life, it is just so very very important. So, I want you guys to keep in mind that what I recommend is that every Sunday Uh, You know, it could be in the evening, it could be a specified time that you deem necessary. But every single Sunday, you need to be literally opening up your calendar. And there's one very important question that you have to ask yourself. And that is, what is it that I want to accomplish by the end of the week, right? Usually that's on a Friday or a Saturday for most business women. You need to be asking yourself that question. And the reason why that question is so important is because you really want to have complete clarity about what goal are you trying to accomplish because the task that you have written in your calendar to either delegate to someone or follow up with or do yourself, they all should be relevant and pertaining to what it is that you actually want to accomplish by the end of the week. And that's so very, very important. You know, life happens, right? And so we can get knocked off track on so many levels. So it's important for us to keep ourselves focused and clear In our calendar. We should be opening our calendar up and looking every day at, hey, what's on the schedule today? Is this relevant to what I've got to uh, accomplish by Friday? So very, very important. You know, it's always the simple of things that seem to sometimes be the most complex. But even though these things are simple that I'm sharing with you, These things can catapult your business to the next level if you do them consistently. And so that's why I bring it up all the time every single Monday is because it's that important. So here we are in the midst of November, right? This is Thanksgiving week. And of course, our theme all this month is thankful for business. Again, thankful for business and thankful we really should be. There's so much that we should have gratitude for. You know, one of the things that has been proven over and over again by psychologists, by other self-development experts, and that is when you are in a mindset of gratitude, of being thankful there's just not a whole lot of room to think negative, right? There's not a whole lot of room to allow negativity into your life. And so that is why gratitude is so very, very important. And of course, every November uh, to coincide with the month of thankfulness, you know, um, it is so important for us to remember to be thankful for business because God didn't have to allow us to come up with our business ideas. He didn't have to allow us to be creative and to start a business, right? But we were chosen to start our very own business. We were chosen to be the boss. And so therefore, the gratitude really needs to be there. And just just being thankful for business. And I know sometimes it's so easy not to be thankful when things aren't going your way, when you're not making the money that you should be making. But that is the time that you should be even more thankful. I want you ladies to remember something, and that is is that money doesn't make you, you make it. And sometimes we just give too much credence to money. We give too much priority to the money when it, what we really should be giving priority to is our talent, our potential, our ability to be the boss, our ability to lead, our ability to make the money ourselves. And so again, don't get it twisted. Money does not make us we make the money. That that way you should know that you're in control, right? And whatever you say that you're going to do, so shall it be as long as you have the right belief system in place to support whatever it is that you want to do. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. We're going to talk about do you have the right type of belief to take your business and your life to the next level, right? Um, because that is so very, very important. Um, belief, in and of itself, uh, are just beliefs are just habits that are re- that have been repeated so often that it actually forms one belief that the subconscious mind has accepted. And so, therefore, not all beliefs are factual, not all beliefs are truthful, so we'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. Um, again, we have the theme being thankful for business. I want each of you that are on the show today to be thinking about that because I'm going to ask you shortly to to press that star one button and share with me what are you thankful for in business? What are you thankful for period? you know what are you thankful for and so we want to have a mindset of gratefulness and a mindset. Of uh, of gratitude, you know, because again, we didn't have to wake up this morning. We didn't have to have a business. We didn't have to have a mind of creativity and ideas and um, a desire to be the boss and to lead and to bless the lives of others with our talent and our potential. It didn't have to be that way. So, being thankful and having that gratitude is so important. And you know, again, as I said before, it comes right back to you because it keeps negativity away from you when you are thankful. It really does, and it keeps you in a certain mindset. So I'm very glad that all of you are here with me today. Again, for those of you that are just tuning in, this is Trina Newby, your business success coach, and I'm so glad that you're here on Successful Woman Radio. Make sure you mark your calendar every Monday for 12 noon Eastern time. I am here, whether it is a holiday or not, I am here with you, making sure that I provide you with ways to grow your business, ways to stay motivated and encouraged so that you can be a successful businesswoman. It is 12.07 after the hour, and what we're going to do is we're going to go right into Um, the five questions of focus and action. Hopefully for those of you that are new to the show, you have your pen in hand. Again, for those of you that are new to the show, hopefully you have your pen in hand. Of course, I read these same questions every single Monday um, because they are important. They need to be ingrained. They need to become a habit to help you to become the CEO that you need to be for your business. Here's question number one. Have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Is that a powerful question or what? Have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Listen, yesterday we had a lifestyle for her virtual tea party. We had a great time. And one of the things we talked about is how important it is to wake up in the morning and prepare your mind for greatness, right? This is something that we listen to and we say, oh, that sounds really, really nice. But what we need to really understand is that it's not just a statement to sound nice. This is something that you need to be very serious about doing. You guys know that I talk all the time about it's okay for us to be motivated and encouraged by other people, And listen to other people. I mean, gee whiz, I listen to so many people. I listen to T.D. Jakes. I listen to Sarah Jakes. I listen to Anthony Robbins. I listen to so many different people who motivate and encourage me and inspire me. But at the end of the day, when, when when it all boils down to just one thing, the most powerful of all is that I need to be able to motivate myself during those days when I'm feeling a little bit low or things aren't necessarily going the way I had anticipated, maybe I have allowed some negativity to seep in from other environments or people or places, and I need to motivate myself, I need to do it. I need to be the one to be self-directed and to motivate myself. And so preparing your mindset for greatness is about, number one, recognizing things personally that you need to improve on or enhance or develop, right? Morning personal development. And then number two, create custom affirmations, create positive sayings and slogans and phrases that you've created for yourself that are going to uplift you and motivate you. Now, I've been talking to myself since I was a little girl, and I mean, you know, they say people talk to themselves are crazy, right? But I, maybe I am a little bit crazy. I'm off the beaten path for sure. But one of the things that I have done to, custom, to customize my affirmations is I have different types of affirmations for myself um, based on different things that I'm um, feeling, different things that I'm expressing or what have you. Um, I have affirmations that talk about to thy own self be true be sincere, be honest, be true in all things. Love yourself. I have affirmations about that. I have affirmations when I really need to get on my behind because I've been procrastinating. I haven't been doing what it is that I want to do. And I have affirmations um, about success. So I have different affirmations that I have created. Another thing that I have done is that I have created recordings right on my mobile phone that uplift and encourage me when I need to listen to me talking to me, right? Now, I know that some people don't really get this, but this is something that you need to know. And I have discovered this for my own self. I've heard many psychologists talk about it. But of course, our minds are made up of a lot of different chambers. As a matter of fact, many of you have heard me say that the subconscious mind attributes to 90% of controlling 90% of our bodily functions, but it's made up of multiple, multiple sub chambers of which we only use two of those chambers. So you can imagine what kind of power we have, right? So the one thing I know about creating affirmations and doing it from a perspective of, you know, create verbal affirmations, written affirmations, uh, record affirmations, things that you can listen to over and over, is that it's speaks to you in different ways right you are able to to really learn from yourself and speaking to yourself and if you think that it that you automatically know it's you talking to you trust me the the the, the side of you that's that's listening to the verbal side is actually another facet of who you are and it's absorbing that in and so this is why you must become self-directed. I'm going to tell you that the most powerful woman, the most successful woman who really has focus and direction and who is making things happen in her life and business, both spiritually and financially, is the woman who recognizes the power of her subconscious mind and she has control over both her subconscious and her conscious mind. This woman who does this is something powerful. And any woman can tap into her own ability. Any woman can tap into her own power. And this is what you need to understand. And so again, preparing your mindset for greatness, this is something that you need to be doing every day. And let me just tell you, girlfriend, sometimes it's every hour. Sometimes it's every minute. Sometimes it's whenever you need it to be, because unfortunately, Sometimes we get involved in negative activities, people or places or things, and we have to do extra work on preparing our mindset. So I wanted to just share that and, and go a little bit extended on that this morning. Now, number two, what are my goals and priorities for the week? Now, each of you who have a business know that there's, there's goals and priorities that you need to be doing that are customized to your type of business, right? But there are three things that all small businesses share in common, and those three things are marketing the number of leads, and sales, right? Those three things most businesses share in common. But here's the thing about being the CEO of your company. Gee whiz, there's just so much as the business owner that you could be paying attention to, right? But at the end of the day, the three things that you must pay attention to, top priority are marketing, the number of leads, and the amount of sales coming into your business. You must have a bird's-eye view over these things. And I just, I can't talk to you enough about that, ladies, because I can't tell you how many times I got myself caught in the labor role of things. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? There are three roles that must be played in every single business. There is the labor role there's the manager role, there's the entrepreneur visionary role. And I've got myself caught up in the labor role often. And so when you are in the labor role, your mind is nowhere around thinking about marketing your business, generating leads, generating sales. Your mindset is just not there. And so again, I want to remind all of you that as the owner, as the CEO of your company, it is so very, very important for you to keep your mindset to that of a CEO when you're talking about business, right? Here's number three and five questions of focus and action. Am I clear on my role and responsibility as the CEO? Most of you who are longtime listeners already know that you are supposed to have a written position description for yourself as the CEO of your company. So if you haven't did that, you really need to make that happen. Ask yourself this question to get the ball rolling. If I had to have someone to come in and run my business for a period of time, and I was not able to do it, what reports, what information would I need to feel comfortable in knowing that this person is doing the right things? What should they be doing daily, weekly, and monthly? And whatever the answers are that you come up with for that, then that is exactly what you should be doing as well, right? And so that is very, very important. Here is question number four, What task will I be delegating to others and following through on? Oh, this is like one of my favorite questions out of all of these five, right? Because you see, I found out a secret a long time ago that catapulted my business into the six figure realm, and I've never looked back since. So, what am I talking about? I am talking about the power of delegating to others and following through on it. I'm talking about you creating your power team. Now, what is a power team? For those of you that are new to the show, a power team is basically a, a group of individuals that most of the time are basically contractors. They are experts in a specific area um, of what you need to happen, whether it's a web designer, a graphic designer, a copywriter, social media expert. It depends on what it is that you need for your particular business, but that's what a power team of individuals is. And so when you are able to assemble a power team of individuals and then delegate to them at a moment's notice, it pushes your business faster. It shortens your learning curve and it pushes your business faster. Now, at the end of the day, as women, there's a lot of things that we have in common. And you know, one of those things that I find that we have in common is that we're always trying to do everything ourselves. Now, you come on, ladies, you know I'm telling you the truth, right? We we try to do everything ourselves. If we need a website, we're trying to go to the bookstore on Amazon to find a book to tell us how to create the website, and then that might take months, years. You know, I've I've actually talked to people uh, years later, and I said, well, did you create your website? You know I'm still trying to do that. So what you need to understand, ladies, is that when you are trying to be the leader, when you're trying to really be the CEO of your company, you can't do everything. It may be the fun part. You might want to do everything, but you shouldn't do everything. You should be able to develop a power team of individuals that can help you and The one thing that I do know is you can't wait until you need the help to to then try to put or assemble a team of people together you have to you have to vet these individuals. You have to, you know, check out their references. You have to find out whether or not uh, by looking at their work, if it's the type of work that you are actually looking for. So you actually have to create the power team of individuals that's going to help you. And again, it cannot be done at the last minute. So you need to work on creating your power team and then you need to develop a delegation system put a delegation system in place. And you know I've got to mention this word. Delegation is different from abdication. Abdication is when you just basically just toss off a task to someone and don't look back. And you're expecting them to manage it, to lead it, to what have you. And that's not the type of CEO I would recommend you being, right? So again, If you're looking to take your business to the next level, if you're looking to hit that six-figure mark, if you're looking to multiply the amount of funds coming in, then you're going to have to release, stop babying the business, and you're going to have to release and develop a power team of individuals that are going to help you make it happen. Last but not least in the five questions of focus and action, am I clear on my business finances. Ladies, something's been going on. I've been seeing it happen all year long, and that is the co-mingling of funds. What's going on? why are we as businesswomen commingling our funds with our personal checking account? We should not be doing that. So you should automatically have a separate business checking account. And then, of course, you can pay yourself and the money that you pay yourself, you put in your personal checking account. But those two things should be clear of each other, right? And so you need to make sure that you are focused on your bookkeeping your account's payable, and you've got to learn to become the queen of cash flow. Why? Because numbers are never going to lie to you. You can create your own blueprint, whether you're trying to bring in 100000 or $1 million a year. You can create your own cash flow analysis to determine what your blueprint is gonna be. How many customers do I need to bring in a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand? You know? Okay, if I need to bring in this many customers, how many people do I actually need on my mailing list in order to make that happen? If I'm looking for a ten percent return, then I need to make sure that I have, you know, tenfold that number of people on my mailing list. So again, the cash flow allows you to do a lot of things. is in you becoming the queen of cash flow and understand that. So there you have it, ladies, the five questions of focus and action. You can ask them of yourself as often as you need to in order to develop that boss mentality, that boss mentality that's going to take your business to the next Level It's 1222 after the hour and you are listening to the Successful Woman radio show every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. For those of you that are new to the show, welcome, welcome. I also want to welcome all of our new lifestyle ambassadors. I am so happy and excited that you're here with us today. And, of course, I'll be sharing with you all a little bit later on in the show uh, about Lifestyle for Her, our sister company, who is rocking and rolling and empowering other women to live their best lives now. Um, But for those of you that are new, this is what Successful Woman Radio is all about. We're about, about providing women in business with a positive environment where they can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life, generating the income, that they desire and that means you as well. So I want you to make sure that you mark your calendar for every Monday and be prepared to receive information that is going to help you to be able to be a smart businesswoman and put things to use right away. Well, ladies, Facebook is doing it again. Boy, I tell you, that Facebook is something else. They are making so many changes. It is just so crazy. So, Facebook, of course, over a year ago made the announcement that they were no longer going to allow third-party apps to control a personal page of an individual. So that means your personal page, right? And so a lot of people are still just uh, clueless that this has already happened. But as you know, if you market something on your personal page, people may or may not see it, right? Right. Uh, because what Facebook is trying to do is they are trying to get what they call organic reactions to things they're trying to they are trying to really figure out where where are you shopping what are you clicking on when you're on facebook what's happening there and so as a result, they really don't want you to advertise or market or put business type means on your personal page and so therefore they only allow business means oftentimes to be seen by a very small amount of people. For example, if you've got three people following you on Facebook on your personal page, maybe only 15 or 20 people might see something that's kind of advertorial or something that you may have that's promoting yourself or what have you. Now, you may not know that. You may think, okay, everybody is seeing that because I'm seeing it in the news feed, but this is what I discovered. Just because you're seeing it in the news feed, doesn't mean that Facebook is letting everybody else see it in their news feed. See, that's the difference. And there's a fine line that they walk there. I would not be surprised if there was not some type of class action suit eventually, but there's a fine line because uh, they have to be careful not to violate our rights of freedom of speech, right? Right? And so it's very interesting in what's going on. So then Facebook turned around and they started bothering the fan pages. And as those of you might know, the fan page is the business page that you can create on Facebook. And they actually have done a really good job with allowing you to be able to create kind of like a blog-like type um, environment with your fan page. The only thing is, is that when you market, when you advertise, when you put push out, all of those bits of information on your fan page, not every fan is going to see it. So all you got all these people that you're asking to like your page, and they do, right? But then what happens is that um, they may not see what you're pushing out unless you boost your post. And of course, to boost your post, you must pay for it, right? And then if you really want things to go out, on your fan page, you have to pay and and create an advertisement campaign. And of course, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that most people don't understand what is happening and why people aren't seeing their posts. So now we're moving into the third phase, because now Facebook is actually now bothering groups. So if you have a group Facebook is now doing the same thing to the group that it did to the fan page, which is they are now not letting all of the group see the post, which I think is wrong. I think they're getting ready to try to allow you to advertise within the groups. But again, all of the group is now not seeing it. So that puts a damper in things for a lot of people. And of course, things can't always be free forever, right? Facebook has been talking about for a few years now that they were going to start charging for the group feature um, and there will be a free group feature, but then there will be a paid group feature in which you could do memberships and other different things, but they have yet to come out with it totally for everybody. For those people that have 10,000 plus in their groups, they're, they're the people that have been offered the new Facebook membership feature. And That's been going on for like the last year and a half or so. For everybody else who has, let's say, anything below the 10,000 mark, You haven't been offered that yet, but from my understanding, it is coming in 2021, so we'll we'll see if that is going to happen. But at the end of the day, I'm sharing all of this to say that you cannot put all of your eggs in one basket and depend solely on Facebook or solely on LinkedIn, or solely on Instagram, right? Yes, there have been Instagram millionaires. Yes, there have been Facebook millionaires. Yes, yes, to all of those questions. However, Facebook is changing. And why is it that they're changing? Because they have to make money too. And the way they make their money is through advertisers. And the way people keep coming back for advertisement is going to be based off of the algorithm algorithms and how people are searching and what people are looking for so that Facebook can properly match and really help advertisers to make more money from us. I believe it should be a win-win situation, however, and so that is what I really have a problem with. So, again, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You really should be Finding a way to capture the names, email, and phone numbers of people that join your group, and even those people that are friends on your fan page, you really need to be figuring out ways that you can call them to action and get them to visit your internet headquarters. So you say, Well, what's that internet headquarters? What is that? Well, I'm talking about your website, sister. I'm talking about having an internet presence that is your headquarters where everybody knows what it is because you are 100% in control of that. That's very, very important. So again, never put your eggs in one basket. If you are using Facebook to market, which everybody is, I am as well, uh, make sure that you are in control of all of your assets, your points of contact. Make sure you're in control of your graphics that you are using. Make sure you're in control of all of it because whatever you own and are not in control of, guess what? It can be taken away from you. You, You're going to be giving up too much power, right? Very, very important to know. We've got some prizes today. I have two $25 Amazon Visa gift cards. And I also have the book, The Power of Focus for Women, What Successful Women Know About, The Secrets to Conquering Challenges and Creating Change. One of my favorite books by Fran and Les Hewitt. Again, The Power of Focus for Women. And I'm going to be reading out of that book chapter today. Um, And what I am going to be reading is called Flexible Boundaries, The Three Freedom Fighters. I'm going to be talking about that in just a little bit. And so, again, I'm so glad that you guys are here. And if you've just tuned in, I'm Trina Newby, and you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. Hey, guys, we had such a good time on Sunday uh with lifestyle for her we now throughout the month of December and throughout the month of November are doing virtual tea parties every Sunday at 3 p.m. and um the one thing that I absolutely loved about Sunday was all of the sharing that the women did in reference to living your best life now. And I definitely want to give a invite to all of my favorite people here on Successful Woman Radio. Um, make sure... If you are interested in attending our Lifestyle for Her virtual tea party, then you can go to this domain and register up for the tea party, and you'll get all of the information. It's LFH, as in Lifestyle for Her com Again, com And you can register RSVP to be on the Tea Party with us. We do it on a Zoom platform. Um, and we just share. It's so wonderful. We also share what Lifestyle for Her is all about as well. Uh, I have been so blessed with Lifestyle for Her myself, because as I share and teach with you I am able to learn and improve on my personal development and the things that I want in life as well. And I'm just telling you, ladies, um, there is nothing like waking up every morning. Uh, empowering other people to live their best lives while you're doing the same thing. And so, so many lifestyle ambassadors who are women that are members of Lifestyle for Her, so many ambassadors have been sharing things that they have been doing uh, for themselves. Some have shared with me that they made a decision to leave their nine to five. Some have shared with me that they made a decision to pull themselves from negative environments. Some have shared with me that they've made a renewal commitment to themselves to start putting themselves first. And so it is just so beautiful when we as women can come together, embrace one another, and really look at ways that we can enhance our lives together. That's the beautiful thing about Lifestyle for Her. If you're interested in learning more, make sure you go and visit our sister site at uh, Lifestyle for Her, that's F-O-R, Lifestyle for Her, at let me back up, lifestyleforher.net, okay? Not a, I don't want to give you the email. It's lifestyleforher.net. And you can click on the opportunity link and learn all about it. So very, very important. One of the things that I talked about at Lifestyle for Her on Sunday, I talked about the four quarters of life. And many of you may have heard me talk about the four quarters of life before, but I want to talk to you about the four quarters of life again because it is something that is very um, special to me. It was introduced to me a long time ago, uh, and I have actually held on to it and really have shared it with other people as well. So, the four quarters of life represent 25 years each in each quadrant, okay? They represent 25 years each. And how we live our lives from one quarter to the next, it really impacts the following quarter. It really does. So from zero to 25 years old is the first quarter. From 26 to 50 is the second quarter, right? From 51 to 75 is the third quarter. And then from 75 to 100, Um, 76 to 100 is the fourth quarter, which we call the grace years, and there's different things going on in all of those quarters that most of us share in common, but the biggest thing that you need to know about the four quarters of life and that you will learn about it, uh, and we study it over at Lifestyle for Her, is that life is much shorter than any of us ever thought or knew. But the older you get, the more time passes on. But the biggest thing that you learn in the four quarters of life is that time is the greatest commodity in the entire world. Because it is time, when you have, when you're able to tell time, when you're able to experience time passing you by, it's a testament that you are here. When you no longer are able to tell the time, that means that you have transitioned on, onto the other side. And so we have to really grab onto that, hold that, embrace that, and understand that every single day is not promised to you, and so therefore, you must live your best life now. You must grab onto life, and you must do the things that you want to do. The time is out for you to allow naysayers, right? For you to allow naysayers to tell you you can't do something or you shouldn't do something. The time is out for you to keep holding yourself and allowing yourself to be in negative environments or attached to people, places, or things that mean you no good, that don't enhance your life. The time is out for all of that. It is time for you to be. Okay, hello, everyone. I had to figure out something quick and had to figure out a way to come in on the show. Um, So hopefully you guys can hear me. Uh, Let's see. Listener Charlene, if you can, go ahead and text me and let me know if you can hear me. Um, That would be wonderful. Okay, yes. I got a yes from Charlene. You can actually hear me. Not quite sure what happened. Um, There was a technical glitch. Um, And I definitely saw the internet frequency go crazy. So something occurred. So thank uh, thank you to all of you who are holding on and staying on the show. I'm going to go ahead and send a quick text back to all of the people um, who were listening because we had a packed board. I want to go ahead and get us back on track. Um, and, again, this is Trina Newby. Uh, I am the host of Successful Woman Radio. Again, I see that we have a, a lot of people who may be new listeners. So thank you so much for hanging in there. Uh, as you know, technology is not perfect, right? And so sometimes we have disconnections um, on the show, and all you need to do is just hang in there or dial back in, know that I'm always trying to fervently get back on the show. So, again, a big thank you to all of you who hung in there. What I'm going to do right now, ladies, again, is that we've got some prizes that we're going to give out. Uh, We have two $25 gift cards from Amazon, and then we also have a copy of the book, The Power of Focus for Women, that I'm giving out as well. So what I want to do right now is I want to go ahead and I want to read an excerpt from you from the book, The Power Focus, by Fran and Les Hewitt. She says, as we've seen, unhealthy boundaries can take the form of emotional walls. Healthy boundaries, on the other hand, are more like willow trees. They have a certain amount of flexibility, like the willow bending in the wind. The deep roots, however, provide strength and rigidity so the trees won't fall. She says, some of your boundaries need to be rigid, too. These are unshakable, no exceptions. It's never okay, for example, to hit me when you are angry. It's never okay to cheat on me. It's never okay to lie to me. The woman who sets healthy boundaries speaks openly and honestly about her feelings. She stays true to herself. She is trusted and respected because of her integrity. This woman knows who and what is important in her life, and she is clearly grounded by these values. She has the strength to easily say no to anyone or anything that conflicts with them. She takes full responsibility for her own choices and actions. She never takes responsibility for those who can take responsibility for themselves. This woman loves and respects herself. She knows her worth. It's not what she does. It's who she is. She fully understands that loving others beyond the point of love leads to resentment. She also knows she is happier and healthier in her relationships when she takes time to care for herself. Is this woman too good to be true? Well, not at all, she says. Setting boundaries is a learning process. It takes time, but it can be achieved by anyone who is willing to do the work. What about you? Are you ready to create boundaries that will give you more confidence and control over your life? Well, she has what she calls the three freedom fighters, right? Number one is exercise your no muscle. No, it's a small word, but some women have terrible difficulty saying it. Are you one of these women, she says? We learn to say no about two years of age. In fact, as a terrible twos, that's our job. As we grow older, it's gradually, it gradually disappears from our everyday vocabulary. We learn that pleasing others and looking good is more important. Let me share a well-kept secret. Learning N-word is your job again if you want to preserve healthy boundaries. I've been flexing my no muscle now for several years and have almost mastered it. Although my need to feel useful sometimes gets in the way and a yes slips out. However, most of the time, I'm dynamite at saying no. This is from someone who always caved in to telemarketers, always gave at the front door, always volunteered when asked, and generally felt the need to be involved in just about everything, usually to the point of exhaustion. It's important to understand the reasons for your resistance to saying no, she says. This is part of the cure. Here's something that will really help. If you still have nagging doubts about saying no when it's in your best interest to do so, then before you say yes, check your intentions. Simply ask yourself, what is my intention if I agree to this request? Is it to genuinely help out, to look good, or to automatically repeat old patterns that always cause me stress? She says, why don't I say no? She says, check if you have any of these following symptoms. When you say no, you automatically feel guilty. You are seeking approval because it matters to you what people think. You have a high need to feel useful, and you believe that it's selfish to say no to anyone or at least, the very least, not good manners. And so she says, here are some tips that will help you to say no. These tips have all been fairly field tested, and she says I'm happy to report that they work. First, she says to improve your skill level, I suggest writing the following responses by index cards. Keep it beside your phone at home. That's where most of us get bombarded with requests. You can also design a cue card for work. Refer to the list often and keep practicing until your answers become automatic. One day you'll hear yourself saying no in a strong, confident voice, and it will be music to your ears. So here's just a few tips that she has about saying no. Tip number one, buy yourself time to think. If you're a knee-jerk response person, This is especially important. Be assertive. Learn to use phrases like, let me check my calendar first, or I'll get back to you in a couple of days, or let me think about that. I'm not ready to make a decision right now. Each of these answers gives you more time to think through the request so you can make decisions that's guess what, best for you. Here's tip number two. Create policy statements. Corporations have policies that sound like they are cast in stone. You and your family can, too. A banker will say, our policy is not to divulge client information over the phone. End of story. The phrase, we have policy, sounds official. You're obviously given this serious thought. Callers usually won't argue, and if they do, simply repeat the phrase more firmly or hang up. We have a policy not to support telephone solicitation. We have a policy not to not to only support children's charity. We have a policy not to volunteer in the evening. Here's another good response. Our portfolio for charitable donations is oversubscribed, and at this moment, we are not able. Thank you, and good luck in your fundraising, you know? She says, here's another one. Shift the focus back to you. This is not about you. I need to say no for me. This is my personal favorite. When you say this sincerely with empathy for the other person's situation and use good eye contact, it works like magic. So, again, <clears throat> being able to say no is a very, very important. Of course, she has other tips and ways that you can actually say no. At the end of the day, ladies, the good news is that you need to be honest with yourself, be authentic enough with yourself not to say yes to every good thing that comes by, Right? You need to be able to say no and realize that sometimes you have to put yourself first and you can't always cut in on the time that is for you. And that comes from the book, The Power of Focus for Women. And right now, I am actually going to be giving this book away, and so all you need to do is press star one on your phone keypad, star one on your phone keypad, and you will be a winner of The Power of Focus for Women. Again, you'll be a winner, The Power of Focus for Winner. Let's see who we have. Um, Whoever has the phone number that ends in 8603, 8603, you are live on the air who is this, the winner for The Power of Focus? What's your name? My name is Sophia. Oh, hey, Sophia. Sophia how are Hi. you? Hi. I'm all welcome, right. Here. Welcome to the show. <laughs> so you are the winner of the book, The Power of Focus for Women. How about that? I feel good about it. I was just writing it down so I can go look for it. Okay, so what I want you to do, can you share with us what you're thankful for in business? What are you thankful for? Thankful well, for being um, – uh, I am thankful for having a mindset to mm-hmm. be self-employed. Good, good, good. That's It's quite powerful, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us. You know, the mindset to be in business, to be that entrepreneur. Thank you so much, and again, congratulations. You are the winner of the Power of Focus for Women. Thank you. Mm Mhm. So that is Sophia who is the winner of the Power of Focus for Women. And, of course, uh, our next prize we're going to be giving away is a $25 Amazon gift card. You can press star 1 for that. And I see that we have uh, someone already that is claiming that. Uh, if your number ends in 1270, 1270, you are live on the air, and you are the winner of a $25 Amazon gift card. Who is on the line with me? Yay. Hi, Trina. It's Charlene. Hey, Charlene. You just won yourself, girl, a $25 Amazon gift card. Yes, that is great. Thank you so much. Now I can get that book. <laughs> and, what <are> you, <laughs> and what are you thankful for? Oh, right now I'm thankful for being healthy, uh, and, and, uh, just like you were teaching and having a mindset that sometimes goes crazy, but thankful to that keeps me, uh, trying to do better and be a better business owner of a better Absolutely. mindset. Absolutely. Well, sis. thank you so much for being a long-time listener on the show. You know I love you and appreciate you. So, again, it does my heart good that you are a proud winner of a $25 Amazon cash gift card, and um, that information, it will be coming to you probably in about two days, okay? Thanks, Tess wonderful, wonderful. So we have our first two prize winners, Sophia Cross, who just won the Power of Focus for Women, and Charlene, who won a $25 Amazon gift card. And so um, we have one more $25 gift card that we are going to be giving out, and that is going to come shortly on the show today. Uh, As we look at being grateful, as we look at having gratitude you know, one of the things that I want you guys to keep in mind, as I said earlier, that when you have gratitude, it's very difficult to let negativity in. Negativity can't come in when you are grateful. And that is why gratitude is so important. You know, the one thing that I love uh, about all things positive is that when you are positive, you take yourself up to a whole nother high, a whole nother level, and good things just start happening to you. Watch and see if it's not so. When you are putting yourself in a in a spirit of positivity, in a mindset of greatness, and you start literally believing in yourself like never before, things just actually start happening for you. And so again. I want you guys uh, to really embrace your greatness. I want you guys to prepare your mind for that greatness, which is so very, very important. I promised that I would talk a little bit about belief and why it's something that you guys need to really keep uh, a pulse beat on this. Here's the thing you need to understand about belief. There are different levels of belief. Did you not know that Answering the question, yes, I love myself, doesn't necessarily mean that you are loving yourself in the right way. We all love ourselves in some manner, but just saying, yes, I love myself, doesn't mean that you're loving yourself the best way that you should be, right? Because loving yourself is not always doing what you want, it's always doing what is best For you, right? And sometimes we have that tendency to put other people, places, or things in front of ourselves, and then it takes away our energy, it takes away our power, it makes us feel out of control, and sometimes we just have to get that back. Well, part of that belief system, part of believing in yourself has a lot to do with your understanding of the subconscious mind and what you put in the subconscious mind, which is so very, very key. Keep in mind that the subconscious mind is separate from your conscious mind and it's the spiritual side of your being. Now, while the conscious mind carries out most of the actual tasks of the subconscious mind, It is the subconscious mind that can hinder and disagree with your conscious mind to do certain things, and it can actually sabotage you and prevent you from doing the things that you care about most in the conscious. And so it is with beliefs. Listen, there are all kinds of beliefs, and a lot of beliefs that we have are not even factual. They're not even based on anything, but they are learned beliefs, Right. And we have to be very, very careful about understanding that because you have to investigate whether or not Something that you believe is actually factual. So when it comes to success, when it comes to being a successful businesswoman, when it comes to being successful financially, oh, my sisters, you really have to go and start asking yourself questions of what do you believe about money? What do you believe about being successful? What do you believe about being a millionaire? What do you believe about generating hundreds of thousands of dollars on a monthly or weekly basis? What do you believe about all of that? Because here's what I have learned. What I have learned is that sometimes we can believe that it's possible to be a millionaire, but we're only believing that it's possible for someone else but not necessarily for ourselves. So, we have proof that people have started from ground zero and built businesses up to become multi-million dollar empires, right? But Sometimes we can believe that that's for them and that it can happen, but we are not necessarily believing it for ourselves. So one of the things that you have to do in reference to a belief is that you have to embrace and adopt the beliefs that are going to support your business. So I want to share with you an exercise that I recommend that you do, and that is I want you to get in your quiet space, and I want you to ask yourself the question, okay? What do I believe about money? What do I believe about success? And what beliefs do I have that are possibly working against me instead of for me? Because I am convinced that when you are gearing up your mind for greatness, when you're gearing up your mind for success, the most important thing that you should actually be doing, right, is looking at your beliefs your beliefs around that. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish or achieve in life, you always have to look at what the beliefs are that will enhance it and help it to grow. Because trust me, if you have beliefs that are working against you, you will not be able to accomplish those things. And oftentimes, that is really the answer. The answer to why Sometimes you have not accomplished things. Why you haven't done certain things has to do with the fact that there are beliefs that are buried within your subconscious mind that are holding you back from achieving the greatness you know that you are capable of. It could be things your parents taught you or things that you absorbed as a child or things that you had an opinion about simply because of an experience that you had that gave you false evidence appearing real, right? So, again, you have to be very, very careful. So in order for you to create the blueprint for your success for your life, both financially, spiritually, and otherwise, is that you have to create and embrace a whole new set of beliefs that enhance and help you to get where you need to be. So very, very important. I can't talk about that enough. So I want to encourage you to do that exercise. And I want to encourage you to also, if you journal, don't forget to write about what you're grateful for. And, again, I am so grateful for you, all of the listeners, of Successful Woman Radio, for all of the Lifestyle Ambassadors and members at Women About Biz. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for hanging in there with me all these years. We've been live on the air now for 12 years with Successful Woman Radio and Women About Biz is 20 years old, uh, and we have been helping thousands of women all across the nation. So again, I want to say a big thank you, and I want to say a big I love you uh, for being with me. And for all of those people who are new, hang in there, keep keep on um, listening on the show, because I'm going to continue to sow seeds of blessings into your life and provide you with information that you can put to use right away. This is Trina Newby with... Successful Woman Radio, Women About Biz and Lifestyle for Her, saying have an abundant and a productive week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.